Hello, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The Scoop here on Thursday, the very first day of September, as it is September 1st today. How are we all doing? How are we all doing? It's now Thursday. We're very nearly at the weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it's been a lot. It's only been a four-day weekend. It's been a four-day weekend. It's been four days this week. Well, three days <clears throat> as of today, but a four-day week in terms of working in the UK this week, which is absolutely fantastic. If you remember that I've got a four-day week next week and then a four-day week the week after as well. Fantastic. I mean, Graham's off all this week, so... If anyone's winning, it's absolutely Graham. Um, yeah, as you can tell, I was meant to be back in the office today. I got towards Oldham and my car decided to fuck up again. Um, I think it's very close to being put on the scrap pile now, if I'm being per if I'm being perfectly honest. Like, I've got 117,000 miles on the clock now on my DS3. Like, Samantha didn't necessarily give me the car, but for me to be able to get to Blackpool at the, at the time, five days a week, um, from here, obviously, it's putting a lot of miles on the car. I'm only going three days a week now, which is still around about 430 miles a week in the car. So, as you can see, the maintenance is starting to tick up now because this only happened eight weeks ago. I don't know what it is. I mean, this is absolutely nothing to do with the show. I don't know if any of you guys are mechanics or anything like that. Hopefully, when I take it into the garage tomorrow, they'll actually find a fault with it this time. But I was going down the slip road. Moving across the lanes, obviously you start off in the slow lane and you move all the way across. So I'm coming down in third gear, moving to the, the 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 first lane. And then as you're starting to pick up speed, you're going 50, 55, 60. You start to move into, into the other gears. Now, as soon as I get to about 60 miles an hour, I'm just about to put it into fifth gear as I'm moving across, obviously moving through the cars. And then they kept, the engine just kind of goes, poof, but then picks back up again. But then the engine light comes on. And I'm like, this is the second time it's happened in about eight weeks. And the first time when I took it to the garage, they took it for test drives, I put it on the diagnostics machine, and they couldn't find any fault with it. They said that it drives perfectly well. And I'm like, I know that. I know the car drives well enough, but there's a reason why the engine light keeps on coming on. And it happened again today. And there was no way that I'm driving to Blackpool for the car to fail and then not being kept home from Blackpool with the car still at the office. That's just, it's just not good. It's just... I need the car, so it's ho hopefully going into the garage tomorrow. They phoned them today, so they're going into the garage. But that is the reason why I am at home in my office today rather than being in the studio. And believe me, getting up at 20 past five to leave the house at six o'clock and then for your car to fuck up, it's torment. It's genuinely torment, but I suppose it comes with the job. Obviously, you're having to drive all that way. The mileage is starting to rack up now. So, I mean, I do need it sorted out by tomorrow if possible because i'm going to cardiff on saturday to go and watch uh, clash at the castle um with ravi and the rest of the boys so fingers crossed that fucker ends up working it's a diesel car surely a reader should pick up the fault code yes this is what i did last time when it got sent into the into the the guys at the di uh, at the garage they put it onto the diagnostic the code came up they tested the code or whatever they need to do with the code they tested it and there's like we can't find a fault but this is the second time that it's happened now but the car still drives okay. Like, I had to come back on the motorway because I was on the motorway on the way to Oldham. So I got into the hard shoulder, turned the engine off, turned it back on again, started cycling through my gears as I get back onto the motorway to end up coming back off, and it was absolutely fine. They felt like there was nothing wrong with the car. But it's one of those things like, do you really want to be 65 miles away from home? That's not even, that won't get me. It's about 75 miles. Do I really want to be 75 miles away from home with my car not being in any use whatsoever and then Samantha having to come and pick me up um, as somebody else comes and sorts the car out? Probably not, but it is one of those things. 
uh, turbo. Um, well, I thought it was a turbo the first time. It wasn't. So, fingers crossed that it isn't going to be that this time because that will cost me a fortune. The turbo has gone on it about 16, 17 months ago. Um, and it did get changed. So, I don't know. I didn't get a ticket gutted. Well, the tickets are still on sale, lads. So, there's still loads left. So, I've I've, had, I've heard countless people telling me that they can't get a ticket. I don't know where the hell you're looking because there's still loads. I actually got an email yesterday from the newsletter saying there are still tickets available. It's not the super expensive ones. So you definitely can. Um, Tito says, have you tried manually purging the DPF? It used to get clogged. I don't know what that means. I have no, I know nothing about cars. All I know is how to drive one. That's it. Uh, the regeneration. Uh, Tito says, Google manual registration or DPF. Uh, what NX said, HC Bruno says, morning gorgeous, morning babe, how you doing? Uh, just frash it and it'll get rid of a load of shit. Yeah, but every time I turn the car on, it says engine fault. And I am not being the one that drives 75 miles away from my house for my car to break down, even though it's giving me the advice that the car is breaking down. Like, fair enough. If it, if, I, if I worked around it and it was like a mile away, fuck it, I can leave the car wherever and probably walk home. But there is no way that I'm having to wait in Blackpool for the car to f fucking sort itself out. It's just not going to happen. That's that's just... Imagine if, imagine if I ended up breaking down in the middle of the motorway or it did something and it ended up causing a crash. Like, I could never live with myself despite the obvious thing on my dashboard saying, your car's fucked, mate. Take it to a garage. There is no way I'm doing that. Uh, I'm here. Entertain me with the interesting podcast-style stuff. Well, you're in for a real treat today. Uh, Tino says, diesel uh, particulate filter basically means carbon uh, particles from exhaust gases and puts it into chambers that should burn off at high temp, but over time it become less effective. Maybe that's what it is. Again, no idea. Hopefully the professionals will. Uh, it will do, but get on bypass and boot it. I don't know what any of this means. Like, I'm a fucking idiot when it comes to cars. All I know is I have to turn the fucker on, go through, manage to get to 30 mile an hour and drive down the road and then move it into a different gear when I'm going down the motorway. Like, I'm a pretty good driver. I just know fuck all about cars. My partner's mum gets it and just thrash it in the low gears and it works fine. What, does the dash light, dashboard light go off? I said the car drives fine, but I'm not being the one held responsible. I mean, you guys are giving me advice here of what the fuck going on with my car. But imagine if I was a person that caused a mass pileup on the motorway. You guys ain't taking responsibility. It would be me, obviously, because I'm the one that's driving the fucking thing. So, who knows? My car is in for MOT today. We're garage Bangino <laughs> twins. Uh, if the engine doesn't automatically clear it, manual regeneration will clear it. Basically, you have to drive at a low gear, high speed, high revs. Well, the garage can fucking do that. That's what I'm paying them for. They can do that tomorrow. I think from memory it's 4K revs. Well, I'm not sitting in my gar. I'm not sitting outside. Does will that will that remove the light for 30 minutes? You think I'm gonna sit there burning diesel in my car, in the driveway, on 4K revs for 30 minutes? People will be thinking I'm fucking. I've gone senile. Uh, get the engine temp by thrashing it. It will burn the carbon off on the way. Down. Well, I'm not fucking doing it, mate. That's what garages are for. They can throw my car on whatever they need to do to burn it off. It might end up costing me 100 quid, but there is no way that I'm sitting outside burning diesel. They sat and replace it for 800 pound. Well, I'm sure that I'm sure. I tell you what, you come down, I'll give you 300 pounds and you can sit in my car and sit outside and you can do it. What car is it? It's Citroen DS3. It'll cost more in diesel than it'll be in the garage. Exactly. Exactly. It's ridiculous, but yeah, that's I suppose that's the price of having a car, eh? It's going to fuck up. Especially at like 117,000 miles on the clock, it's going to get clogged up. It's going to have a lot of shit. No, drive it and do it. I think you're forgetting about the car part where I don't want to do that. <coughs> 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 uh, 
I think that's what we're forgetting here. No driving into it. Imagine driving down the road at 4,000 revs. It's going to cost me more than £300 to drive to my and get my Fiesta ST that does 20 miles per gallon. Christ. Drive to work and do donuts in the car park. Anyway, you come here for video game news, and that's essentially what I'm going to try and give to you today, despite knowing full well that my fucking bank balance is going to be depleting by the very second at the thought of my car sitting on the <laughs> sitting on the driveway doing 4,000 revs for 30 minutes. Um, but anyway... This is a scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast, even if we do say so ourselves. And by God, do we say that. We go live each and every single weekday at 10. <coughs> as you can see, I'm, I'm, I'm getting better as well. As you can tell, <coughs> I'm getting better. We go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m.-ish on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. If you can't join us then, don't worry about it. We've got your back. You can find this podcast and any of our on-demand services, including Google Play. That's video. That's. Let me just get rid of this vapor candle because I think this is what's tickling my throat. All right, let's put that there. You can find this podcast if you really want to. If you haven't turned off already, you can continue to find this podcast on any of our on-demand services including YouTube, Twitch, obviously, after the show's finished, and including all of our podcast services like Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. There we go. We've got all four of them. We have four news articles for you today, starting with the one that you probably enticed you to be here in the first place about Facebook gaming potentially closing. Is it being scrapped? I suppose you're going to have to find out in a second. Then we have three more news stories as well about PlayStation Plus September's extras and what we can be finding with that. And Nintendo Direct could be happening fairly soon. We're going to get some more information on that. And it looks like Halo Infinite's campaign co-op might have been delayed again, which is a crying shame because I'm actually looking forward to playing that for the first time with Graham when it arrives. Because uh, that's what I'm looking forward to be playing. Um, going back through the chat then before moving to the next one. Sorry, before we move into the first one. Uh, drive to work and do donuts in the car. We've done that. Fiesta, uh, my A A35 does 170 to a full tank, driving like a granddad. I thought I was talking about Forza 8. <laughs> Mate, I did it on the M5 and my C uh, Seya Altea. It's not fun seeing Arctic lorries bearing down on you. I drive an average of 14.4 miles per gallon. Tina says, do you drive a Hummer? Says <laughs> Uh Ad says, it's dead. It has been a while. Switch Pro Breath of the Wild 2, 2023. <laughs> uh yeah, no. Um, but moving into our first news article of the day then. Finally, we'll get there. I know you've been waiting a long time for this. And it's the fact that Facebook's gaming mobile app is shutting down later this year. The web-based version, however, will remain online and written by Emma Roth over at The Verge. And she states that Facebook's gaming app for iOS and Android is shutting down a little over two years after it's launched. In a notice sent to users, Facebook says that the app will no longer work or be available to download starting October 28, 2022. Facebook launched gaming in 2018 as a way to compete with Twitch, YouTube, and Mixer at the time, and later rolled out an accompanying app on mobile in 2020. To help attract users to a market largely dominated by Twitch and YouTube, Facebook Gaming added the Creator Program along with additional features to help build out its platform, such as the ability to co-stream. In 2020, Facebook Gaming absorbed Mixer, Microsoft's failed streaming platform that had company recruiting streamers like Ninja and Shroud. And this is the message that's been sent. This was actually supplied by Mr. Graham Day himself, despite him being on annual leave. He's still doing the job, do you know what I mean? He's still supplying you with the news stories as and when he can. 
And the, the notice says that after this date, the, the sorry, I'll start at the top. It's right there. Uh, beginning on October 20, uh, 28th, October, sorry, fuck me. Beginning on 28th of October 2022, the Facebook gaming app for iOS and Android will no longer be available. After this date, the app will no longer work. You can download your gaming app search data right here. We would like to extend our heartfelt thanks to all of uh, all of you for everything that you have done to, to build this thriving community for gamers and fans since the app first launched. There was truly a community-led effort to bring new gaming features to Facebook. Despite this news, our mission to connect players, fans, and creators within the games that they love hasn't changed, and you can still be able to find your games, streamers, and groups when you visit gaming in the future. Uh, sorry, in the Facebook app, the Facebook gaming team. Despite the app's imminent shutdown, the web-based version of Facebook game streaming platform will remain online. In 2019, YouTube took away its gaming app, saying that it caused confusion amongst users and incorporated the gaming hub into the main YouTube app instead. Facebook didn't provide a reason for it shutting down the app, and the company didn't immediately respond to the Verge's request for comment. We want to extend our heartfelt thanks to it. We've just read that. That's obviously in the, the thing at the top. Uh, Facebook has a lot of invested. Uh, sorry, has a lot invested in its gaming platform, and so do the streamers. The platform scored brilliant exclusive deals with creators like Disgu Disguised Toast, who has since left the platform. Brazilian footballer Neymar Jr. and Grand Theft Auto roleplay Rame. Although Facebook gaming rose to popularity during the COVID-19 pandemic, the number of hours watched on the platform and other services has started to taper off. Data from Streamlabs shows that the hours watched across Facebook gaming, Twitch, and YouTube fell 8.4% in the second quarter of 2022. Facebook gaming had the least amount of numbers watched among the three in both first and second quarters of this year, with 803 million in quarter one and 580 million in quarter two. So with Facebook seemingly starting to tape, starting to move away, starting to shut down some of its services, it's a crying shame for the guys that are over on Facebook. Um, I do, I, I do watch a little bit of Facebook gaming. I'm going to say that it's. I, I do watch a little bit of Z Laner. He obviously plays with the two time. I can't mention his name anymore, uh, but if you know, you know. And obviously Wizai as well, who is a content creator that we worked with about three years ago now at a sniper, a sniper Ghost Warriors. Uh, to contracts two event one of the nicest guys you probably will ever meet so i've watched some of his stuff over there as well and i do think that it is i don't want to say it's confusing because if you know where to go it's easy to find however it's just nowhere near as intuitive as what twitch is and i feel like twitch is the gold standard when it comes to watching stuff on youtube uh sorry I can't roll that back <coughs> compared to youtube like the ui is literally made for people who want to watch live streams whereas youtube just kind of tacked on the live streaming situation at the end. And obviously with the real stuff coming through as well with the YouTube shorts, like all that stuff is tacked on. So the shorts and the video on demand content is quite easy to find. However, like when I go to watch the two time on YouTube, which I do more often than not when I'm like feeding the bar and stuff like that, we'll sit there and we'll watch it or whatever. It's quite, I have to go to his profile. Oh, because I watch it so often. When I log on to YouTube, he's at the very, very top as a live now. Like as a first panel, when I go onto YouTube on my, on my TV, the app on my TV, he's right there at the top. If he's live, he's right there. And I think that's obviously the algorithm just telling me that because I watch it so often, it's right there, readily available. So that's quite easy for me to be able to find for the one content creator that I watch live on YouTube. The rest of it, I literally just use for video on demand services. So. The fact that they're getting getting rid of their designated app does not bode well, in my opinion. Like this is again a crying shame. It's something that they have they have an infinite amount of money over at, at Meta or Facebook or whatever they want to call themselves nowadays. They can make their UI and make their platform be 
are specific and tailored to live live streaming, like gaming or whatever it is. If you want to watch someone eat at a restaurant, people do that on Twitch all the time. You can make and you can make the side app be as intuitive as that is. It's not. I don't think that that's that difficult. As someone who has created a few, very few websites in the past, I don't think it's that difficult to be able to do. However. There's a reason why they're not doing it, and I don't think that they want to be able to put all that money in to be able to make or think that they can compete with Twitch. And that is a little bit of a problem because Mixer went balls to the wall when they came out because they wanted to compete with Twitch. They tried, failed miserably. That They ended up spending so much money to bring the likes of Ninja and Shroud over that they kind of put themselves in the red before they even started. It was ambitious, and it was paying off for a short while. However... Just trying to compete with Twitch, it just it, it's difficult. Like obviously, it's owned by Amazon. Like Amazon are just going, okay, we just keep on throwing money at it. The practices might not be the best all the time, but in terms of actually having a platform where people can find channels like this, it it's so frosty, yeah. Hey, sheep, thank you very much for Let's your subscription, go. mate. Appreciate that. Let's go. He says. So yeah, it's it, again. I do appreciate that, mate. Thank you very much. But yeah, it's. It's a difficult situation for the guys over at get at, at at Facebook. Like they're knowing that their target audience is probably watching most of their streams. Like I need to see breakdowns. I need to see how many people are watching this on their PCs versus their tablets, mobiles, or Chromebooks, laptops, whatever it may be. Like the percentage, I imagine, is still quite high on mobile. Like for those of you that are in the chat now, if you can just let me know how you are watching this. Like I know the people who might be at home. Uh, or at work are probably watching this on their laptop or they're watching it through a fire stick on their TV or something of that sort. I want to know how many of you guys are watching on your mobile phones because I very rarely, unless I am out and about, watch Twitch on my mobile. I will get my tablet out. I will get, I'll be watching on my TV through the fire stick or through the native thing on the TV. Like, Tani Oda says mobile, Ad says PlayStation 4. Now, you see, that's a demographic that I still forget about. What people watching it on the consoles. Um... Tito says mobile, but occasionally on the Fire Stick. JMK says PC Live. Uh, Gagad, uh, Gagad says uh, Chrome Laptop. Oh, one good morning. Yeah, good morning to you. Agent Superhero says Laptop. <laughs> and he says TV in the bathroom. Uh, JMK says rarely on mobile, sometimes on tablet. Yeah, so is this the right move for them then? Like, I immediately, I genuinely thought... Like, I, so I suppose this comes down to a demographic. Like, I think... Bear in mind, I don't know every single person personally that's in the chat there. I don't know how old you are, Tiny Order, but I know ads might be the youngest that's in here. So I don't know what our, our target demographic is around about similar age to me. So we're looking at around about 27 to about 55, maybe beyond. Like we look at our, our audience is by definition mature. That's the tar- That's our target audience. However, if you are a particular type of streamer, your demographic might be younger, so they may be watching it on their mobile more. So we might skew the stats slightly in terms of our demographic, but removing your mobile app signal for me signals the end. And I might just be in a, being a bit brash with that, but I, for me, if you're removing your mobile app that's available in the, everybody's hand at any one time, I do feel like he signals the end. So I don't know. Like They've got enough money to be able to pull this back and do whatever they need to do. I just feel like they need to have the brains behind it to actually put this in place. Like If the people at Twitch was to move over to get a, a Facebook game and they've bought them out of their contracts at Twitch and then gone, do you know what, do you want to create the UI for ours? It'd be infinitely better. 
Um, Ad says I'm 29. Yeah, so you are still, you're still younger than me. I'm 31. Um, Gagad says mature by name only. Exactly. Mature by my age, not by uh, brain cells. Uh, obviously, I've had to mature a little bit more. So tiny orders, probably, they are the youngest in here then. Um, we old, but not mature. Exactly. Adrian says, I'm the youngest. We're talking about mental ages, right? Exactly. Uh, Tito says, I plead the fifth over you giving you my name, age even. Damn it. <laughs> If Graham would be here, he'd be rinsing you now. <laughs> but I won't. I'll, I'll be the good guy for this uh, for today's stream. I'll let you off with that one. So, yeah, it's interesting that the that they've managed to get rid of, or they are getting rid of uh, their mobile app. Like, they must have the data behind it to show that people aren't using it that much. Because why would you get rid of the main source of people coming to your platform? It's like removing your, the Facebook app from your phone, like... It just would never happen, would it? It just would never happen. Uh, Wolfie Spartan says, I'm old but never growing up. That's the rest of us. I feel like that is our motto by definition. Uh, Gaga says, uh, that's seemingly <laughs> that's killer kicking in. Uh, Gaz says, all I will say, uh, I will say, a lud bastard loyal. Uh, NH says 76. You do look it, to be fair. Uh, damn straight Gandalf. I mean, Gagad. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I do apologise if I just start coughing again. It's just the way it is at the moment. But yeah, I feel like our, our demographic is kind of skewing this a little bit because we are clusters mature. Uh, target audience taking the youngest in here, 27 to around, around about 50 and over. Um, it, it's just, it, That's via the games that we play. That's via uh, our, not necessarily our opinions because a lot of them are aligned apart from if you start talking about Celtic and how they are the best of the world. Uh, our opinions do seem to be aligned. So I don't know whether or not that's just a, mature versus uh still growing mentally um you're still like, trying to get the experience in the world i don't know i genuinely don't know i mean me compared to my 16 year old brother it's com two completely different generations we align on some things and then like i can our music tastes are completely different like mine was with my mum and my grandma and my granddad and my dad and stuff like that growing up so it, i imagine it's a similar situation like that who is the target audience for facebook gaming Facebook itself generally is probably aimed at an older audience. So are more people using the mobile app? Thinking about it now, probably not. Whereas Twitch is probably a target audience. Apparently you have to be 13 to start watching streams on Twitch or start streaming itself. So it's it's right at the bottom, the bottom in and out in that. Um, so yeah, maybe. Maybe thinking about it now as I'm talking it out loud, it, the target audience is a lot older and they're not using the mobile app. People are logging onto their uh, on, logging onto their PCs, tablets, or watching it on the TV. Maybe, maybe this is the right the right thing for them. It's only when you start to dig in a little bit deeper that you start to come to conclusions. And I kind of, I'm talking myself around a different way here. Um, so yeah, who knows? Ad says Facebook gaming is dying at the start. Same happened with Mixer. App stopped first. I think that's what I think that's what it is. Um, Wolfie Spartan says best uh, best at what? I've kind of blue screened her. Uh, Miss Lotus says, Graeme's slacking today. Graeme is on annual leave this week. He's taking a well-deserved week off. Uh, he's doing some family things. I think most of the kids go back next week, so I've, he's just doing spending time um, with his daughter and his work and, and the missus as well. As anyone probably would be doing um, during the last week of school holidays, I'm sure. Like Even going through my Twitter, most people are off this week. Like They're taking the t as much time as they can with the families, which is great. I can't wait to be able to do that stuff when my boy can walk, talk, and start to slag me off and stuff. 
Uh, Graham's always slacking, he may, but he may be on all of this week, says Tito. Uh, Gaz says, to be honest, Facebook Meta haven't invested money into the game in World Wisely. I absolutely agree. And I think that's what it comes down to. I don't think... Taking the Google Stadia situation, I know that's a completely different platform in terms of playing games, but they have never had the right people in the right places doing making the right decisions. And that's why I, I personally, and I, th- I can probably speak on behalf of Graham on this as well, because we both align with this kind of sentiment, but they just never had, they had the right idea, they had the right mentality, they had the right equipment to be able to perform what they are performing with. I just don't think that they made the right marketing decisions. I don't think they had the right people in the right place at the right time. And I feel like this is what's coming, what's going on with the Facebook gaming stuff. Realistically, Facebook gaming should probably be the biggest in terms of actual user base of people logging in every single day. I think it's only second. I think it's only, I think there's only Instagram that's behind it and Twitter's third. I'll have to, these are old numbers, so I'll have to reinvest this, but I think Instagram is the number one social media platform in the world. Then it's Facebook, then it's Twitter. I could be completely wrong with that. But when you are in the top three, you kind of need to be able to invest. Now, Twitter doesn't have live streaming in terms of playing video games. Like I'm sure you can recast, or they had Periscope way back when. It might have been branded differently. Um, But yeah, stuff like that. They should have the infrastructure in place to be able to make a streaming platform that works properly. And they haven't. Is Twitter first now? Is Twitter actually first? Again, the, the numbers that I was pulling out my ass was quite long, uh, quite a while ago. Um, is Twitter the number one in the world? Because it was Instagram for a long time. Hmm. Anyway, if you're having the infrastructure there to be able to try and create stuff, just get the right people and pay them whatever they need to to try and bring your marketing back around again. Believe me, it, wor- it will work for you. You just need to be able to have the foundations there. Sure, uh, I saw it right. Well, like, I'm going to do some, I'm going to do some Googling now. What's the number one social media app? Doo-doo. So this is saying it's, it's Facebook's number one, Instagram's number two, and Twitter's number three. So I had them, I had the top three in the right place. I had the top three, but it was in, a, a, Twitter was third. I had Twitter third which was correct. So Facebook is still the number one, so that's even more resource. I mean, Instagram and Facebook are owned by the same company anyway. So you can you can switch them two around. It doesn't matter. Usually had one, you'd have both rather than one or the other. Um, so again, they've got, they've got people there. They have the people within that domain. Just make it easier to, for them to be able to find it is all I'm saying. It can't, surely it can't be that difficult if you're having minds being put together. I, I'm not too sure. Wolfie says, uh, I quit streaming on Facebook when they started muting my copyright free music and just graying out the dispute button. That's a bit, that sucks, doesn't it? That does suck. I mean, we we don't play, uh, we, we play copyright music on this channel. We've just found a way of being able to remove it from the VOD afterwards, which is great. Um, so you can go to your advanced properties, remove that track number where we have it as number six because that's what we've got to set as remove that track and then whenever the vod's finished it just doesn't have the music it has the game audio it has uh our overlays our notifications it has our voices and stuff like that it just doesn't have the music which is beneficial to us because we want to be able to listen to the tunes we want to be able to engage because the copyright free music some of it's good some of it is trash so being able to play with our proper jams was great uh i thought tiktok would be first these days uh 
well, according to the website that I went on, I didn't do as much diving. As you can see, I spent 30 seconds looking at it. Um, <coughs> I, didn't, I didn't look at the rest of the list. I didn't look at the rest of the list. Um, but yeah, I agree. TikTok, would probably, I thought, would, might be up there. Um, it did have Twitch as four, to be fair, which, again, I'm not sure if this was done earlier. But to, I, I didn't know TikTok was as old as it was. I thought it was quite a recent thing in like the last 18 months, but apparently it's been going for years. I'm too old for TikTok. Samantha sends me all the time where I'm I'm an Instagram Reels guy. Do you know what I mean? I've already got me I've got my Instagram account. My algorithm's perfect for me. It's either uh golf stuff or cooking stuff, which is fantastic. So every everything I'm scrolling through is stuff that I actually want to be able to watch. It's great. I've got the I've got the algorithm down to an absolute T. It's fantastic. Uh, but anyway, I've kept you on your I've kept you on pins for long enough. Let's talk about some Nintendo stuff, shall we? In Naughty have claimed that a Nintendo Direct is scheduled to take place at some point in September and could happen as soon as next week. Grub and Minotti share this information on their last of the Nintendo Dogs podcast. Is it? Yeah, okay, it's words. I, I just looked at my preview screen then and it was held, it held for a second, so I do apologize. You're back. We're okay. Uh, Grub and Minotti have shared information on their last Nintendo podcast, thanks Games Radar, in which Grub says that a Nintendo Direct could take place next week but is more confident to say it will actually happen during the week starting September 12th. Both Minotti and Grub claim that they are very, very sure that ports for both Twilight Princess and Wind Waker HD will be announced during the Direct. Grub also believes that Nintendo is planning to make a Direct to a Zelda blowout. Interesting turn of phrase. Speculating that Nintendo may announce supports to Tide fans over until the relief. <coughs> Apologies for that. I just have to have a little... <coughs> A little cough there. <coughs> Deary me. I'm having a bit of a mare here. Something's tickling in the back of my throat. Don't clip that. Uh, they released the Breath of the Wild 2 in 2023. Both insiders are also speculating that they may actually get an official title for Breath of the Wild 2 during the event, as well as possibly a Metro Prime remaster announcement and a renewed release date. Christ, I sound like I'm about to start crying. Advanced Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. However, it's worth noting that everything besides Wind Waker and Twilight Princess ports is pure speculation for both Minotti and Grub, and Grub himself is unsure as just what the direct, uh, direct will entail. There seems to be a confusion over whether or not it will be a general one, or just a mini, but it looks like partner direct Zelda announcement will apparently be made there. Grub does not state that third-party games will be announced during the event, although claims that none of the announcements he's heard about are super exciting. While none of this has been confirmed by Nintendo just yet, it does track with the company's history of direct announcements, and Nintendo hasn't gone without a direct of the month of September since its Switch's release. So it does stand to reason that there will be one point this year as well. Whether it will include the announcement of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess ports, we'll have to wait and see. Just give me one second <laughs> before I bring the camera back on. You see me choking. Oh, there we go. I feel like I'm back in the room now. I, d I just had a near-death experience talking then. Something was tickling. I don't know what it was. Uh, but anyway, it looks like we are going to be getting a, uh, a Nintendo Direct later this month. If all things considered, it looks like we have had previous where we have had one in September 
in terms of more Zelda ports, this is a no-brainer for them. Like, they've done so many ports of these games over the last five years that another one and an easy chance for them to be able to make money is an, is, is an obvious thing, waiting for the arrival of Breath of the Wild 2. Just keep on sandwiching these games and bringing them out and people keep on lapping it up. Like, I did see something yesterday about the Last of Us Part 1 remake. Um, that's due to come out soon. There's been a lot of reviews coming out saying it's been outstanding, but a lot of people are barking at the $70 price tag. Despite the game being a complete remake from the ground up, people are disappointed at the fact that the price wasn't around about $30, $40, which is still undercutting the modern-day prices for video games, but because it's a remake slash remaster slash whatever it is that you want to try and dub it as, they're not happy with that. But people will be lapping up the fact that there will be a new or a remake or a remaster or a just a port of a new... I say new. A, new, a, a different... A new way of being able to play Zelda there. We got there in the end for $70, which will re probably hold its value forever as Nintendo games tend to do. I, do, I don't... I, I can see the difference between both of them and I'd still probably end up paying for both. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'd... It's one of those things. Like, how can you justify one and then and the other side of it say, well, well, it's Zelda, in it? It's a Nintendo game. They always hold the value. It's always $70. You can't do anything about it but then bark at the fact that a game has been remastered and remade for PlayStation 5 from the ground up and the graphics look completely different. Like, it's night and day. It's not like the, the PlayStation 4, uh, the PlayStation 3 version, and it's been remastered, and it's kind of same. You can kind of see there's some new elements in there, but, like, this is completely... It's, it's, a, it's a more refined control scheme and stuff like that. I'm not trying to justify why you should be picking up um, The Last of Us. But it's the double standard sometimes of video games that I can't... It's out tomorrow. I knew it was this week, which we're on Thursday now. So, yeah, it had to be either today or tomorrow. So, yeah, that makes absolute sense. absolute sense. Uh, AC says, good afternoon, morning even. Yeah, it's still morning, I know. I know. You, you immediately coming in, you think it's afternoon, isn't it? The ice cream, ice cream uploads boys are streaming, so it must be the afternoon. But no, caught you off guard. Still the morning, my friend. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's the double standard sometimes of video games that people will fight the corner of one, but then have a go at the other corner for doing the exact same thing. Apart from the person in the other corner has remade the game from the ground up and put a load of new control schemes in there, made it look pretty, make it use every single bit of power that's in the PlayStation 5, but still it's too, it's still too expensive. That's a double standard, and I'm not here for that. I'm not here to preach to you why you shouldn't, but I'm just trying to educate you as to why. You don't have to take my word for it. I'm just here. You're listening. I'm trying to show you the lines on the floor. If you want to stand on them, that's fine. If you want to be in between them, that's absolutely fine. I'm just trying to give you the raw facts. And the raw facts coming at you live on twitch.tv forward slash Ashkimoloads each and every single week day at 10 a.m. Moving swiftly on. We have some more PlayStation news while we're at it. Do you know what I mean? While we're at it, we'll give you some PlayStation news as well. Tito, you can turn off if you want, mate. If the button works, this'll be great. Bally says, morning, mate. How's it going? It's going well, my friend. It's going well. It'll be even better once I've not started choking off of absolutely nothing, thin air. That'll be great. But as of now, we're doing okay. 
Written on VGC by Tom Ivan, he states that September's PlayStation Plus Essentials, Extras, and Premium Games have been confirmed. Sony Interactive Entertainment has announced its September's complete PlayStation Plus lineup. Confirming a recent leak, PlayStation Plus Essentials members will be able to claim Need for Speed Heat, the PlayStation 4 version, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, PlayStation 4 version, and Tome, PlayStation 5 version. The games will be available to subscribers from September 6th until October 3rd. Following the games then be added to PlayStation Plus game catalog, which is only available to extra and premium members on September 20th, and they include Deathloop, uh, PlayStation 5, Assassin's Creed Origins, PlayStation 4, Watch Dogs 2, PS4, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, PS4, Spirit Fire of Fairway Edition, PS4, Chicory of Colorful Taste, PS4, Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game 5 on PS5 and 4. Alex the, Cri Alex the Kitty Miracle World, Samantha will be over the bloody moon with that. She's been waiting for this. Like I, could, I should have just bought it, to be fair. She's very patient. Um, Rabbids Invasion, the interactive TV show PS4, Rayman Legends PS4, Scott Program vs. The World, the game, the complete edition on PlayStation 4. I did actually buy that about six months ago for me and Graham to be able to go through, and we're still yet to do it, including Shredder's Revenge on Game Pass. I got that. We still haven't been through it yet. Maybe we'll keep that. Hold on to that. Hold on to that. The following games will be added to PlayStation Plus Classics Library, which is only available to premium subscribers, and that's a Sly Collection, PS3, Sly Cooper Thieves, Time, PS3, uh, Bentley's Hack Pack, PS3, Toy Story 3, PSP, and Kingdom of Paradise, PSP. Uh, the Argus's play, uh, PlayStation Plus Essential Games are still available to claim, and they are Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, which I have started, by the way, and it's fantastic. Yakuza Like a Dragon and Little Nightmares. So, all of that is to come. If, as of September the 6th, in five days' time, keep this in mind. You'll have a brand new set of games for you to be able to go through. I did see some talk yesterday for New Speed Heat. I've not played it. Granville Fantasy, not played it. I think Jelly actually worked on that before I got there. Uh, and Tome as well, which I've never even heard of. So, yeah. That one. That's a PlayStation 5 game. I feel like I need to Google that. Because I don't remember seeing this name anywhere. I may, I may see the, remember what the cover art is when I see it. Uh, oh, yeah, this is not my game. This is not a baby game. Yeah, I think I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add it to my library because it's free. But I don't think I'll ever boot that one up. <laughs> I play a lot of games, and that does not like the type of game that baby will want to play. Uh. Uh, exclusive games rebuilt for the superior consoles as Agent Superhero. Exactly. Uh, Tina says, it's going to be about Game Pass. <laughs> um, with, all the, with the obvious Game Pass stuff. Um, JMK says, PS Plus, exclamation mark, nothing. Now we haven't got anything for that. I mean, I can add something for that. Um, absolutely. Just something just something enough that Tito goes face palms every time he sees it. That's my aim in life. Just to annoy Tito one message at a time. Not to the point where... He wants to kill me. So if I ever go missing, it's probably because I've pushed the line too far, but just enough where he goes. He does that face. That's that's my aim in life. Yeah, just to annoy him, exactly. Just to be there, being that, that kind of older brother that just pokes you enough that he gets you a little bit irate just to be able to shout mum at the top of the voice because you're doing it. That, that's my aim in life. That's, what, that's why I get... Not the fact that I've got a child or anything like that, but just... That gets me up in the morning, you know, just to annoy Tito enough that he just shouts, that's my aim. And I feel like we, I feel like the mission is accomplished quite often, more often than not. But you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Just 
just poke it, just fucking poke it a little bit. Add command, PS Plus, no one cares, Game Pass is far superior. I mean, to be fair, I absolutely wholeheartedly agree with that. I mean, there's no way that you can't. There is genuinely no way that you can't. Like, as a PlayStation enthusiast, despite me having all of the consoles uh, and paying for Game Pass Ultimate so I can play my Game Pass games on my PC and my Xbox downstairs, I can't argue. There's no... <laughs> it's, just, it's like arguing that City is a worse team than United. You can't, like... In terms of what has been achieved over the long period of times, United are superior. However, as it stands right now, City are the best, one of the best teams in the world. It's just that we don't have the trophy cabinet to back it up just yet. So that's essentially what I'm, it's like. Game Pass, like they have, they have all the games there in the collection. They just don't have the people there playing it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It, I feel like a, I feel like that's a very good comparison. I'm going to keep owning that. Uh, Tino says can't help owning a doorstop and a hairdryer's car, <laughs> a hairdresser's car. Okay. Ads play says Xbox Pish Commander Clear. Um JNK says City Who. Bristol City, obviously. God. Um, but anyway, we've got one more news story today, and it's quite a depressing one. And I feel like I've already started to put the boot in on Xbox a little bit. Just a tiny bit there. I feel like this is probably gonna put the foot this is a drop kick. This isn't putting the boot in, this is a drop kick. It sounds like Halo with Infinite's campaign co-op might have been delayed again. Written on VGC by Tom Ivan. This is this actually hurts me. This does hurt me to be fair because I've been waiting to play this campaign so I could play it with Graham because he hasn't played one for a long, long time. So this is the kind of thing where I want to go, hey, Graham, come over here. Look at the Halo situation. Like Halo's got a lot going on. And again, I've been left disappointed. But anyway, Halo Infinite's long-awaited campaign network co-op could be pushed back again. In a development progress update released in April, 343 said it had a late August target for the final release of the campaign co-op. With the end of August fast approaching, it's now disappeared. Studio community director Brian Jarrod responded via Twitter to a fan suggestion that a delay for the future could be in incoming. I apologise. Targets are at stake at the ground of the time, but of course, subject to change, he said on Wednesday. We'll have a roadmap update tomorrow on what to expect with Infinite in the months ahead. And this is the little exchange that you can see here. 343 revealed last summer that Halo Infinite's campaign co-op Forge mode wouldn't be available when the game was released in December 2021. Instead, it said the plan was to release the former with the Halo Infinite Season 2 and launch the latter during Season 3. A further delay to the features was later confirmed when 343 extended Halo Infinite Season 1, which was originally expected to conclude earlier this year until May 2022. 343 provided the first look at Halo Infinite's campaign co-op as well as its mission to replay system in an hour-long preview video uh, viewable above, released in July ahead of its launch to the public test with new features. It recently confirmed that co-op campaign wouldn't support online matchmaking, meaning players who don't have friends to play will need to seek out a teammate themselves using other channels. That's a bit shit, isn't it? Like if you've got, if you just rub it in a little bit more, if you don't have a friend, we can't find you one. You will have to find one elsewhere. That's 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 super disheartening. <laughs> you have to go out and find friends yourself. Um, but yeah, this is this is a shame. Um, I can't really wrap it up any more than that. Like this genuinely is just a little bit of a shame. We aren't getting the support what I think Halo deserves. Like this was Halo was their big game that they wanted to bring out on release. Um, and it feels like two years after the fact, nearly two years after the fact, we're still waiting for the game to be finished. It's, it's, I'm not going to go as far as to say it's upsetting, but I imagine it is for a lot of people who only play Halo. Like, that's, 
a bit shit. People was dying to be able to play this game with their friends and go through the for go through the co-op campaign. Like they've been, they had to extend their first season by about six months. Imagine having a battle royale, or sorry, not a battle royale, a, a live service game that had an expiry date of like six months. Like people were getting bored after like a, a six weeks because they were just playing the same game modes and the same maps over and over again. So it's depressing. We might. We never know. Like, I will always look and think that the grass is always greener on the other side in terms of if you wait long enough, good things will happen. And I'm always open to the fact that they may just throw out the co-op mode and then show a roadmap of their next three seasons worth of content and then the days and when they're going to drop. That's what I always think. I always, rather than getting beat beat down by the stuff that you don't want to see uh, and the negativity and everything else, I always think, well... They might do something that might blow your brains and then you're, you're happy going forward. Uh, I feel like I'm a super optimist in that respect. I hope to see something like that soon because I do feel for the people who are ha ha hardcore Halo enthusiasts and they're being shat on from a great height at this moment in time. So fingers crossed for you guys um that this will come soon including for myself like again i've said it three times in this podcast already i am looking forward like i have put off playing the campaign mode of halo so that i can experience it with my friend it's as simple as that because we said it was coming if if they'd never said that the cult was arriving i would have finished it by now a long long time ago and probably been satisfied with it however the expectations that the co-op mode is coming I thought, do you know what? I'm not even going to look at it. I'm not even going to... I will go into this with an open mind and not have it blurred in any way, shape, or form. And that's what I'm waiting for. That's exactly what I'm waiting for. AC still says, I play Tribes. I need to try Halo. Absolutely. Uh, Gaz says, Halo has always been an issue. Nothing really shocks me anymore. If it's your big hitter, it needs to, it needs to have the love, care, and attention. And uh, again, you're probably not going to like me saying this, uh, uh, Xbox fans, but this is the love, care, and attention that I do feel like PlayStation have with their first-party titles. Not all the time, not every single time, but I do feel like when it comes to their big hitters, they tend to look after them a little bit better than what Xbox do with theirs. Like Forza, Forza comes out the gate and it flies. Like there's, It's very rare that something goes extremely wrong with that. But with the, sometimes with the likes of Gears and the likes of Halo, I do feel like they're just being put out on the windowsill just to be laughed at. It's a shame because these are the games, especially if you've got good live service content that people are going to keep on coming back and paying money for. Is anyone willing to be able to pay money for a season pass for a game that doesn't have any content for six months? Come on, mate. There will be, but they'll still get money through the door. It's just you could be having a lot more. And that's what it comes down to with live service games. They want to be able to have money coming through the door every single minute of the day. Shame, but that's just the way it is. But anyway, that is it for today when it comes down to video game podcasts, especially on this channel. Um, it's Thursday, so there won't be any action today. There might be tomorrow because I'm not here on Sunday. As I said, I am in Cardiff, so I may be able to try and carve something out for an hour or two tomorrow night. I'm not sure what it will be. I'm not sure what we'll playing. I might just continue with some more Saints Row stuff. Um, you'll have to wait and see with this one. I, I am going to be back on Sunday, but it won't be until the evening. So chances are I'm probably going to be spending time with Samantha and the boy. So I'm not going to guarantee anything on Sunday. I'm not going to guarantee anything tomorrow either. Um, except the August and September period, every single year, horrific. Like literally for like nine weeks straight, 
I am busy because it's out of people's birthdays. It's always wedding season. Um, yeah, it's it's just ridiculously chocker. And then the rest of the year, there's hardly anything going on, which is great. Um, but yeah, apart from that, oh, sorry, the week, next week I'm away as well. Um, the following Saturday, Sunday, I'm away. So again, I may be able to try and carve out some time on the Thursday. Um, but is what it is. Is what it is. Uh, unfortunately, I can't help that being you know, having a busy life and having a social life. Uh, but now everything's back open again. It's great. Um, but that is it for today's episode of The Scoop. I do appreciate every single one of you that have joined us for today's episode. If you want to help shape the remaining show tomorrow, there's two ways that you can do so. First of all, find us on social media. This is at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms. Or alternatively, find us on Discord. Discord? 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 What I've just said, we find us on Discord. If you want... To find us any of our social media platforms, it's at Ice Cream Uploads. If you're watching this in any of our on-demand services, go into the description below. You will be able to find it there. Also, see me landing in June. I'm just trying to find. I'm just having a look. Then I, I got put off because I'm trying to find someone to be able to raid afterwards. So let me just do this as well. Um, but yeah, that is it. All we need from you is a URL plus your false impressions. We will then give you our false impressions on the very next show, which will be at tomorrow at 10 a.m. I will absolutely 110% be in this room because I need to take my car to the garage tomorrow. Um, but to all those guys that have subscribed to us that have followed us today, we very much appreciate it. Do stick around because I am looking at who to send you over to. Uh, well, considering that he subscribed earlier, Sheep, we're going to send you over to him. He is actually playing some Gears of War. So if you want to see some Gears of War action, do feel free to go over to Sheep. Send him some love. We will appreciate it. But until next time, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure to be able to host this podcast for you today. Oh. And until next time, stay frosty. Oh,